It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. Oh, lots of thoughts. <laughs> lots of thoughts. <laughs> so Do I care thoughts. at all? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, like, yeah, find your passion and, like, live it. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! We are still meeting in a coffee shop. That it, which it's people, real. People might notice that this isn't like a sound effect that we're putting in the background and make it sound like we're You're in really public. impressive. <laughs> we're recording in a studio, but yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah, so drinking coffee, talking about faith. Yeah. Other people overhearing us. Is I know it, that's kind of fun. Is it awkward? No, no. I okay. actually th- I thought like I wonder if this is going to be awkward. Yeah. You know, like being I don't know. What do you think? Three feet away from the people next yeah. to us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> like maybe they'll overhear this part. I don't right, know. <laughs> right, right, right. So we've talked about being pro-life. We talked a lot about yeah. the conception to birth part mm-hmm. of pro-life, which I think a lot of times becomes the only thing that people associate Catholics yeah. with that all you care about is people having babies and then don't do anything to help support them afterwards, which is just so crazy. Like, have you ever <laughs> seen a soup kitchen that's named after a saint or, <laughs> or Never. a Bible verse or something like that? I don't know. Is Catholic really services a thing? I don't right, know. <laughs> right, right. There's so many different things that uh-huh. we, we do. But it sometimes gets overshadowed because whenever we say pro-life, a lot of times what people think of is, oh, you're talking about mm-hmm. being against abortion. Yeah. And yes, that is an aspect of mm-hmm. pro-life. And, you know, it is also, I think a lot would say the most important thing right. because of the numbers involved, the innocence of the life. But it's not the only issue. Right. And whenever you combine all the other issues together, it's a pretty big issue. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the like post-birth pro-life issues that uh, we would put uh, under the umbrella of pro-life, but maybe some people wouldn't yeah. necessarily think of. I mean, yeah, the obvious one of like euthanasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I think we probably forget is like poverty, but also like probably most especially the effect of poverty on children. Okay. Yeah, the situations that our young kids are growing up in is mm-hmm. um, can be like really devastating and tragic. Yeah, immigration refugee issues mm-hmm. also like international issues like what's our responsibility mm-hmm. in like yeah the global community even um yeah working environments and good right. job opportunities education it's just like a lot like what involves human dignity i mm-hmm. mean yeah so a lot of that i think people would associate with social justice issues yeah. yeah that contribute to the dignity of the life of the person yeah and not necessarily that those situations are going to directly lead to their death. <laughs> right. Like wages, hopefully, the, even if you weren't paid a decent wage, you would still yeah. be alive. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe not starve to death because you're working at minimum wage. Yeah. But the dignity of the person is still about being pro-life. Yes. Being, like, fully alive. Like, mm-hmm. people who have actually experienced, like, being fully alive you know when you see somebody who's not. Ugh. Yeah, there's just more. Yeah, right. there's just more. Yeah. And, and again, there are so many different groups that are tackling these issues mm-hmm. within the Catholic Church and beyond. What about people being kind of single-issue mm-hmm. people? I think sometimes 
people get accused of all you care about is abortion or all you care about is immigration. Yeah. And people kind of get lumped into it because of what they're most active about, whether it be yeah. this is what they keep posting on social media or this is the organization that they work for, volunteer yeah. for, support financially, mm-hmm. whatever. That's their passion. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Yeah. And we'll like, thank God. <laughs> like, okay. I think we should all be like as aware of all of the issues as possible. But like, yeah, we each can't be as passionate as we need to be about everything, mm-hmm. about abortion, about poverty, about education issues. So why is that not seen as, yeah, like a grace of the Holy Spirit to like enliven someone about a particular issue? So one, I think it's okay, but I think in order for it to be okay, I think whether you're that person that is very passionate about abortion or whatever it is to also understand that like we do need people out there that are that passionate about something else right i mean the issue of abortion in our country as far as like yeah the gravity of the situation and the there is somewhat of a hierarchy Mm -hmm. in issues but that doesn't mean that we don't need good catholic people fighting for refugees or the poor in our communities so yeah so you should still care about the other things. Right. But it's okay to focus on one as yeah. far as being active yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. I kind of see that as just different people being called to different mm-hmm. things. Do you think it's a calling or is it more just like a personal preference? Or I don't know. I think those go together sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think the Lord in like inspirations that are from the Holy Spirit, like I think the Lord uses our good desires. Like those things go together, you know, like. I mean, sometimes we should do things that we don't like to do, but I think also like there's this like deep seated desire that we have that's also from him. Yeah. I do think there's a supernatural element. So if someone says, look, I'm pro-life as far as abortion goes Mm -hmm. as as much as the next person, but I really feel called to invest my energy into the death penalty, Mm -hmm. like to abolish the death penalty Mm -hmm. in my state or whatever. And that's where they spend their time. That's, that's okay. I mean, I think so. I feel like I can't like make somebody have a like change their desires, but also like, so like that issue is something like I don't know a whole lot about. Yeah. So like, yeah, why can't we have people in our church that do know a lot about that? And, well, and I think like we can't all do everything. Right. And so I, this kind of goes back to one of my favorite is St. Paul's you know body of Christ. Right. Like, we're different parts of the body and we have different functions, different purposes, yeah. different roles. And no one is more important than the other. Mm-hmm. Like we need each other. We're mm-hmm. dependent on each other. And so, yeah, one person wants to focus on abortion. One person wants to focus on euthanasia. That's mm-hmm. that's great. Like mm-hmm. we need mm-hmm. these different parts doing their part yeah. and fulfilling their mission, whatever that calling is. And again, not to ignore the other things, not to say like those don't matter. That's not important because right. this is what I'm called to. But realizing that there might be something specific that we can focus on and yeah. and help out with. Yeah. So some of those that we mentioned mm-hmm. might be more controversial than others. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most difficult for people to get behind of those Ooh. issues? I mean, you mentioned death penalty. I think honestly, I probably mentally write it off yeah. too. It's like developed obviously in recent years as far as like, yeah, Pope Francis has like made statements, um, but with like the rationale of the church, it, maybe if be I advocate. can just clarify that a little bit. Yes. The church teaching has always been that 
is my understanding that the death penalty is would only be permissible in extreme situations exactly. where the safety of others was in danger right. if the person was not being able to be restrained. In some exactly. Way. And with modern jail systems and stuff like that, yeah. really couldn't see an instance where it would be permissible. Yes. But never declared it as uh, intrinsically evil. And Pope Francis right. kind of updated to say, look, really looking around at our, again, looking at <laughs> the our jail modern systems. world. Yeah. I, he didn't go as far to say it's intrinsically evil, mm-hmm. but he said it's inadmissible. Yeah. Which is basically saying, like, we don't need it anymore. Right. This is not a legitimate form of restraining people. It should not be used as a deterrent. Or a retribution. Like, right. Yeah. To me, it goes back to the dignity of the person mm-hmm. and the opportunity for conversion. Yeah. And so if you give them an extra 20 years to potentially repent mm-hmm. and right. go to confession, you know, could you be saving their soul? Right. Versus eliminating them now and not giving them that opportunity. Yeah. Like, like God's, play, playing God. God's can, I mean, grace can work yeah. through human mistakes, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's one that I think a lot of... And the other thing is the numbers don't stack up nearly as much as probably euthanasia or right. uh, abortion and mm-hmm. things like that. So, and the person's guilty. And so we say they deserve it. And so it, a lot of times that does yeah. become one of the lesser stressed or yeah. emphasized yeah. issues. Yeah, but again, then if we believe in the like the rationale of like the dignity of life, whether they quote are guilty or not, yeah, if they're guilty, we don't believe in the death penalty because like life for life, that's not that's not where the death penalty has come from at all. Um, That's not a good reason. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In college, I had a bumper sticker. I think it said this is many years ago, but I think it said, Mm -hmm. "Why do we kill people that kill people to show people that killing people is wrong?" <laughs> Touche. <laughs> no. Any one of these issues, I feel, could be a whole episode on its yeah. own. Uh, I mean, euthanasia, I think, is one that people struggle with whenever they see somebody suffering at yes. the end of life, and you don't want to prolong mm-hmm. the suffering. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that you can do to alleviate the suffering. There might be things you do to medically you know, to make it a little bit less. But you see somebody with whatever dementia or pain, and mm-hmm. They might live for years and years in yeah. that and say, why? Why can't we yeah. just help them get to heaven sooner? And so euthanasia, a lot of times they'll, they rename it. This is always the case. They always, oh, yeah, you always change rename terminology, things. right? Death with dignity yep. or things like that. But it's really suicide. Yes. Which yeah. we would never approve of somebody that's healthy. But you say, well, if they're sick, then then it's okay. Yeah, then like life, hmm, I don't know. Right. Yeah. And even in European countries, like children with chronic illnesses are gaining the right to decide that they want to die. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Like, so, yeah. Anyway, like it's going to be more complicated. In some places, it's turned into suicide being okay. Because if we rationalize in this situation, then just by extension, we end up having to rationalize it in all situations. Yeah. So then you say, there's nothing wrong with suicide. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, like, um, I probably mentioned this movie before. It's also a book. It's called The Children of Men, I think. It came out a while ago. Right. But, um, I've, I've seen the movie. Oh, recently or not recently? No. But Whenever it came out. Yeah. I was like, we're dating ourselves, but yeah. I mean, it was a while ago. But just like that whole, like, everyone was so hopeless 
because like the whole premise is like people are just, they don't know why but people aren't like having children anymore like yeah. for some medical phenomenon and everyone's so depressed because of that like hmm. there's no babies being yeah. born at all for like 20 years but then like this one woman it's is pregnant. pregnant right and then they're all like have this like passion for life and like want to protect her and it's like this huge harrowing story of like saving her and this baby um so yeah just like a testament of like like oh the, there is hope like yeah. life is good so yeah so i think the more we can do to like proclaim that to people yeah right and again this is probably a whole nother topic talking about the value of suffering but mm -hmm. part of whenever you see somebody elderly or even young and sick and suffering and you know they're going to die soon anyway and you say, why don't we just speed up this process? Mm. It's taking away the value of suffering, which a lot of people just don't have a theology for. Yeah. They, they don't have a way of saying that there can be good that comes out of suffering. Yeah. Well, and then, like, are we saving ourselves from our own, you know, uncomfortable feelings and pain? Yeah. Yeah. Is it just for us? Or let's be honest, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on being pro-life between birth and oh, natural death oh lots of thoughts <laughs> <laughs> lots of thoughts so, so do i care thoughts. at all oh uh, yeah. yeah um yeah i would say like yeah find your passion and like live it yeah and if there's one that you're struggling with if there's a stance that the church has on something check out the catechism yeah like, there's always a good description i think on all of the hot button topics and you know do some research into it try to mm -hmm. find out why because my experience has always been when I'm struggling with church teaching on something, it's just because I don't understand it well enough. And the more I read yeah. into it and look into it, ask questions, ask Bishop, he's gonna, he'll, he'll <laughs> well, answer you your questions on his own show. <laughs> time to be able to ask him questions. Anybody nice. can ask him questions, which is great. <laughs> True. You know? And so we'll, we'll put it to him. And I've always found the church to be right. <laughs> I, yeah. and, and my doubts have been wrong, I guess, in, as I research it. Mm. So keep asking questions yeah. don't be afraid of the truth and, and I like like that you know what do you feel called to mm -hmm. how can you serve life yeah in in your daily life mm -hmm. excellent amen <laughs> all right well thank you sister yeah thanks if you'd like to find a guest or topic that we've covered go to kylehyman.com and use the search bar it's free and until next time remember to leave room for the holy spirit <laughs>